Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 362. On this episode, we've got some renewal news, and then we'll be discussing the series premiere of Trial and Error, the fifth season premiere of Young and Hungry, the sixth season premiere of Baby Daddy, and recent episodes of The Detour, The Middle, Schitt's Creek, Superior Donuts, and Superstore. Plus, a brief reality check at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 362. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. Oh, she's Ray. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's time now. Wait, what? I was going to ask you a question, but you started, so I What's stopped. What's your question? Did you stumble over the finale thing? No, I was. I just she had said, a brief pause. I was like, is she gonna? It's because I was over enunciating the word sixth. I thought about how, and I, I knew I was gonna say premiere, but I thought about how sixth took me a really long time to say. Like, this is all what was going on in my head at the time. Mention, it's time now to mention that next month it's listener month. So if you wanna be on the podcast. Yeah. If you'd like to come on and talk with us, or a couple of us, uh, at least in April. Send an email to feedback at TV Times Three, and we'll get it all figured out for which of the three weeks you can uh, you'll be able to come on and talk some TV with us. So now's your chance. If you've always wanted to talk to me, if you've always wanted to find out why Amory likes certain shows so much, you can get firsthand knowledge by coming on. So do I really give any of that away? No. And now it's time for the news. CBS has renewed The Big Bang Theory for two more seasons. Um, that will keep it through season 12. What I think is interesting is that um, Melissa, what's her name, Ralk, and Maya Bialik don't have deals yet, but a lot of this is in place because the current, the, the original series cast, who were all making a million dollars an episode, the five of them agreed to a, take a $100,000 hit, quote-unquote, every episode. So now the five of them are going to make 900000 which means that the ladies could theoretically make seven hundred thousand instead of the two hundred thousand. So, like the the to me, those two make the show, and they're being paid so few. Like, I mean, a million dollars for like Kaylee Cuoco to Maya Bialik's two hundred thousand dollars an episode. Uh, no. So I'm glad that the main cast was like, here, we'll give up a hundred thousand dollars of our million an episode. I mean. They were just renewed for $48 million, basically, each. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now it's, what, $47 million each. So uh, I think they can afford it. But I thought that was cool that they were like, no, yeah, we'll take a $100,000 hit, quote-unquote, to allow the people that have that are really keeping the show fresh, because it was just the original five, then it would not be, you know, be anywhere. Um, so anyway, I thought that was an interesting piece of the story. It's seniority-based payment. Sure. I mean, at least Kaylee Cuoco does make the same as the guys, you know. Um, so that's that. And then CBS, this is very exciting for me. CBS All Access has renewed The Good Fight for a second season. Six episodes in, I am loving it so much. It's so good. And Elspeth Tassioni is the best character ever on TV. She's the best. She's insane. She's legitimately insane. Like, I'm pretty sure her character has been committed at one time or another. So that's awesome. This is another show I'm liking. HBO has renewed Crashing for a second season. I really loved last night's episode. Um, 
Yeah, there's not much more to say than that. Here, here's the down. Okay, um, true story. My favorite news of the week. <laughs> NBC has renewed Shades of Blue for a third season. <laughs> Out of nowhere, because the show does not do well. But I guess they wanted to keep J Lo on board. Uh, so yeah, that's what I was. I was like, renewed. I was like, is this doing some sort of like sneaky good? ratings or something on uh what is it on is it on sunday, sunday night sunday night it is not and i was it like is not. yeah I was, then i was like i think i looked and i was like no it's not really like <laughs> yeah um i think i mean and listen i think j-lo is a very capable actor i don't i don't think she's doing anything you know, that anybody else isn't, you know, I think she's doing fine. I just don't understand how they are going to keep the show going another season. Yeah. Thirsty, maybe give something a second season. Cause you want to keep an actor or something, you know, somebody with, you know, a high profile right. you know, doing a show or something like that. But then if nobody's really watching it, then why, like, is that yeah. high profile really doing you good or anything? It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. But we see that uh, here or there with some uh, different shows at different times. That you know, I guess it is averaging whole... over a one. It gets a one every like week in the ratings, which is yeah, I don't know. that line. I don't know. I mean, once football is over, NBC does so poorly with you know if they don't have some sort of award show or. Yeah, or big special or something like that on Sunday nights. It's hard. They haven't they haven't been very good at the last few years. I mean, Chicago to... Justice is doing really well for them. So yeah, well, of being able to program that 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 block of time once football season is over, you know, in the mid season, yeah. and so you know, so they've gone to you know. Uh, another Chicago show, which is like my might as well, you know, those are those yeah, two pretty solid. Exactly. And then, you know, I suppose uh you know, go ahead and and keep you know, J Lo in your lineup. Well, she's also in World of Dance. Like she's a judge on this new dance show that they're doing, so I guess they want to keep her happy. <laughs> Maybe it's all um, is that is that is that overall deal? Like <laughs> Yes. I was like, oh, we'll uh, do, I'll do this too, but you got to do uh, this over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that. Sci and then lastly, Sci-Fi has renewed The Expanse for a third season and renewed 12 Monkeys for a fourth and final season. Uh, yeah, but uh, where's the uh, Magician's News? Why are we not? Uh, oh, my God. I love the Magician's so Why bad. are we not <laughs> renewing the Magician's? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't like it. I mean, I haven't really. I mean, it's the you know cable ratings are not readily as apparent or talked about as much as the daily ratings for you know each night in primetime broadcast TV. So I never really. You kind of got to go hunting to go find what these are doing, and I don't know how different you know any ratings are or, or something between the Magicians or the Expanse, or if it's just in a different. No idea just in a different place and where they're, uh, they're looking at things, but, uh, but yeah, I like, you know, uh, another th season of the expanse. That sounds good. And, you know, that one definitely has, I mean, they both do have plenty of novels to draw from or whatever. 
mm-hmm. uh, to continue that kind of stuff. And then 12 Monkeys, I like the idea of them knowing going into a season that it's going to be the final season. So, And also, this new season is going to be um, released... Yeah, they're going to drop it all, all in, like, in three one days. week. Yeah, they're going to drop it all in like three days or something like that. Yeah. So basically, it's going to be available all in one week. You can catch it, record it, or end up it'll all be on demand or what have you. Yeah. You know, by the three days in or whatever. It's just another one of those things where they keep trying these different launch models of stuff where they. Mm-hmm. Between putting it on, you know, putting it on out there weekly, but having it all on demand, you know, NBC's done that with some shows and sci-fi, you know, slash, you know, NBC Universal here. They all, uh, all of them seem to be trying different things out here and there just to see what it does. And uh, sooner or later, they're going to just, it's going to be on the thing, but it'll be on some, some service, like sort of like a CBS All Access. You'll just have... It might be airing on TV as well or whatever, but you'll just have... Access it from their streaming service or whatever. Right. So that's our news. Prime time! We're doing a thousand comedies this week. Yeah, it's all... It's a seriously long list of comedies. Starting with... It felt longer when I was reading the sentences about it than it is when I look at it. So starting with Young and Hungry, Season 5, Episode 1, um, Young and Punch Card, which just get Josh and Gabby together. Yes. I, I can't. I can't with this. I don't care if they're having, like, if they're friends with benefits, whatever. But it's clear that they want to be in a relationship. Put them in a relationship. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God, I have no patience for this. Uh, yeah, this episode had... I don't know. This episode had all the things I don't like. <laughs> a lot of Rex Lee. Yeah. And and then a stupid storyline with them, you know, continuing to... Rubbing his this. underwear on his face? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I can't, you guys. Uh, and, Just... and, uh, and then instantly thinking that you have an STD... Yeah, I mean, how does that happen? Like from that morning? (laughs) Yeah, yes, it was a fast traveling (laughs) one. But yeah, just the, it's like they need to, they feel like they need to keep, like they're trying to draw the comedy from weird ways to keep them apart. And I'm like, there's just as many ways to have these two be together and, and, and fumble their way through things. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. For example, the other show we're talking about that's next. Yeah. Or yeah, or even But like there was a lot of stuff like even the whole storyline like with her roommate. Like there was that was just dumb. Yes. And like <laughs> all of it was all of it was dumb. But yeah, I Let keep... me be clear. I'm not going to stop watching. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I keep it's watching super it. Super dumb. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's something to, about the about the show, but uh, so so Ray, when and why did you stop watching? Um, I don't even think I ever finished the pilot. Really? <laughs> that long ago? I thought you watched. I thought you watched I into it a little bit. Nope. Huh. huh. 
I may have watched the entire pilot, but I never watched anything else. Crazy. Well, nothing's changed, really. <laughs> yeah, they're basically in the same Five spot. Years in. The season started uh-huh. with them in bed together, much like the pilot. So you're not missing much. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I just could until I'm blue, blue in the face. I will just. They need to get them together and have them and find comedy in that because they are really charming. The two of them as actors. Just let them in, like, let them do that. Yeah. Instead of, it's, they're, I mean, we're five seasons in, we're plenty of episodes in to have done all the stupid things to keep them apart by now. Now it's it's forced. It's a plot contrivance. So that, I can't go on anymore because I'm just going to say the same stuff over again. We say it all the time, but, you know, everything in a show is a plot contrivance. But this feels yeah. so much <laughs> like yeah. a plot contrivance. It's like it's not even clever in any way. Exactly. Exactly. So shape up or ship out, young and hungry. So Baby Daddy. Weird. Season six, episode one, to Ellen back. See, Danny and Riley can argue and can get in a confusing she can they're finally together and still be together (laughs) I just Ben is the dumbest person on earth yeah (laughs) there's just no way around it there really isn't I don't even sometimes I'm like I mean I feel like you could let him grow up a little well I thought that that was maybe Sort of what they were doing with this or whatever, that he was interested in. Like settling down. Yeah, interested No, but he literally thinks every girl he meets is going to be the the next Mrs. Ben Wheeler. Yeah, except that that in his now search for this one, he somehow thinks that if he beds every woman that knows her (laughs) on the way to trying to find out who... That that's not going to come back and bite him in he the He thinks ass? it's a noble quest, is yeah. like what he said. I mean, if what would have happened if she had showed up a little bit earlier? Like, what would her reaction be to, oh, you slept with her two nights ago and her last night to try and find me? Well, that's exactly how why. So she didn't. <laughs> you know, it's like how romantic they are with this. I want to know what happened with Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the. I did feel like we came back and I was like, did I miss an episode? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I love Bonnie and Brad and how much they kind of both hate and love each other. I know they're best when they're living apart from each other. (laughs) But they're really good with like Brad and Danny together. It's like they're like two halves of a a, two. They make up a whole brain. And I think it's hysterical. But I like that. I like that when Brad is talking to to Danny, even Brad thinks Danny is kind of dumb. Right. And Brad's an idiot. Um, but also that doctor who was like, I think that your your husband got another girl pregnant. That's such a violation and something that should not be told to another patient. But of course, it just, you know. And that's a plot contrivance that makes me laugh. It doesn't make me pull my hair out. Well, the, at the end of that, when when Danny is saying, "I, you know, I knew how you felt about 
you know, possibly seeing the same doctor as my mom, but I wanted you to see, I wanted you to have the best. And I was like, then she definitely should have gone somewhere else. Yeah. This guy is totally not the worst. The best doctor for this type of thing. I did. One of my favorite things of the whole episode, though, was when they were still at the party and they're like, do we know anybody here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just love it. And I love that Emma talks. Um, I do love that Emma talks. I was going to say that too. (laughs) Um, and that she has all the information about yeah she's got all the answers her eyes are green blue you just have to ben has no no memory real memory of anything he just needs to ask his his daughter and she seems to have all the all the info she is cute that one she's no replacement lily god i still hate her i still hate Lily on Modern Family. She's still a terrible actor. It's neither here nor there. Uh, here's some news. Hulu has renewed Shut Eye for season two. Breaking news. Breaking news. I just got the email. I made it through one and a half episodes of that, and then I saw Katie Strickland's boobs, and I was like, what? No! It was so weird. Just because she's not an actor that I think of that would do that, and then I was just thrown off, and I stopped watching. <laughs> You were thrown off from by nudity from someone you wouldn't. You like, just... I just was not expecting it. And then she was naked. And I was like, wait a minute. It was. And what episode <laughs> was this in now? <laughs> Creepy. Creep? I think it, it may have been the pilot. I watched the pilot. I don't recall that. Oh, then I guess it was the second episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is neither here nor there also. A little. Getting us derailed, people. Of course. Um, I just love Baby Daddy, and I'm so glad it's back. Like, that's what I need to say. I don't like Chelsea's bangs. Yeah, that's a questionable choice. It was a very questionable choice. But we'll see where this season goes. Um, And just, I would love more Tucker and Bonnie everywhere, all the time. Please, thank you. Writers, are you listening? Tucker and Bonnie, (laughs) all the time. Thanks. (laughs) Superior Donuts, season one. Episode 7, The Amazing Racist. I don't know what it is about this show. I don't hate it. And oftentimes I think Judd Hirsch is very funny and Katie Seagal is very funny. But it just feels like there's like... They're like one step away from being a good show. And I think it's because Jermaine Fowler's not a great actor. He feels very preachy as a stand-up comedian versus an actor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hasn't quite. Uh... Like he, you know, he 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 reminds me as like an actor who, or like a stand-up comedian who will stop, tell a joke, walk a little bit, stop, tell a joke. Like he, he doesn't, he hasn't really nailed down the acting part of it. He's funny, but he's not like I don't know. I just I've watched every episode. This one was no different. You know, there was funny moments, and Foz is such a caricature and. David Heckner's character is so gross, but I don't know. It's just like one little beat off that. Huh. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just <laughs> <called> myself. <laughs> uh, it's it's just like one step away from being a good show. Yeah, I think it's. Well, I think they're 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 treading similar territory as uh, the Carmichael show, where it's so not. Michael no, yeah, but I mean, in the that each episode kind of revolves around sort of a a topic. 
mm-hmm. or something, and that becomes the you know the driver of the episode. And so, you know, those are. I think they, I think for the most part, they do a pretty good job of not like either just becoming like a preachy speech, but still being funny. Uh, but then sometimes they, you know, it loses a little bit where you've, you're, you're losing some of the, I don't know, like losing yourself in these, that being that these are actual characters, you feel like they are like trying to tell you, you know, tell you something you're supposed to know or something like that. Right. Like it feels preachy. Whereas in the Carmichael show, it feels like a conversation that they're having. It's a very, very distinct line, but they've got, well, they've gotten better. They got better at over time too, on the Carmichael show of uh, figuring that stuff out. And then since they are a family, it felt more like family, you know, like this is a conversation this family would have. Like if this uh, situation arose or whatever, but I don't know in the in the donut shop with you know a few random people. That idiot blonde, I hate her. I hate her. Well, I think I think that some of the other stuff is that uh, is some of the side characters still feel also feel just like totally like caricatures. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the like you mentioned the one guy with the you know who always has the different odd jobs and stuff like that. Those those moments like all of a sudden just are so absurd mm-hmm. based on like what everything else is going on that it sort of, you know, it loses you like that way. And then if they go, you know, they might go the other way and then something feels, uh, you know, here's the message of the week, you know, type of thing. But I think that you guys are really selling this show. Yeah. yeah but I think that the, but I, I think that the cast, though, for them, it's such a good cast that I I keep thinking that they're going to find that right mix, like with the the people behind it and the people they have in front of the camera there. That that it's something that they might find the right. This is this is a show that yeah, this is a show that I think that maybe I I hope that would you know possibly get a second season because they they will have like a a season behind them of seeing like what worked and what didn't. And I don't know. I still, I still like it. I keep, I keep watching it. Uh, it's not a high favorite, but it's still keeping me interested. I think mostly because I think there is, I, I like a lot of the people on the cast. Right. Right. So I'll keep watching, but I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm not all in. Ray, did you ever watch any of it? Did you watch the pilot or anything? I watched about 15 minutes of the pilot. (laughs) You were going to say seconds, and I was like, no, no. On brand. (laughs) I probably could have stopped at the seconds. However, I kept watching. Um, Like, I probably watched through the second commercial, maybe. Like, when we went to the second commercial, I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And I stopped it. And I had, I think, maybe put a series recording on just so I would remember to get a second episode. And I immediately went and deleted that. (laughs) So, (laughs) sorry, show. Um, I may have actually recorded a second one, but I don't think I did. I think I deleted their series right away. I didn't watch a second one if I recorded it, FYI. I understand. All right. So that's Superior Donut. The middle. Season 8, episode 17, X's and O's. Okay. I constantly, so every week, I swear I say, 
and in the middle just makes me cry out of nowhere. It does, but it's not out of nowhere at this point. Right? <laughs> but I feel like, I know, I know. In season eight, I should realize that um, I'm going to cry. But when Axel showed up at the end. Oh, no, it's so sweet. I it was literally so cried. sweet. Oh, but I love this episode because I love, see, I've been totally on, I was a huge Sue and Darren shipper. I love Darren and his dumb, dumb Darren-ness. Um, and I've all, obviously, everybody loves Sean Donahue. Everybody loves Sean Donahue. Um, but the other week when he was there and he was trying to take on Lexi and then um, Axel realized, obviously, that he likes Lexi. And Sue was like, oh, why is this bothering me? Do you want to eat ice cream? She said to her brother. Um, I love when that happened. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, I do. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, Sean. I can see Sean as like, maybe they're writing towards like a Sean finds happy. It's like they're, they're writing towards some kind of conclusion even though obviously they have season nine coming um when he showed up with that tuxedo and was like i just remembered that you say things like you it was your kind of weather it was spring alicious and like all of a sudden i'm like sean donahue oh i just loved it i loved it I, I also really, loved actually yeah. seeing because it's I've noticed it, obviously, but it's also uh-huh. happened kind of subtly, Axel's changes. Yeah. Yeah. First, I cannot believe that Axel is about to be, like, supposedly done with college. But also, <laughs> just the way the changes have kind of happened, like, when he was, uh, I don't remember which one he was telling. Uh, when he was telling her, like, no, I'm on the, uh, I actually made the honor roll. And he was, like, telling her all these things. I'm like, oh, my God, he's changed so much. Yeah. And, like, even little things. One of the episodes, like, long ago where he, they thought he left. And he was like, no, I just went and got us food. Like, and he right. was going to help them. Like, it is little moments like that where they're not writing it outwardly. Um, but it was such an important thing where Weird Ashley was like, why didn't you just tell me you didn't like me? You've never not told me. Or you've never told me you don't like me. And you've taken me to two proms. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so true. Like, Axel never really tells people. So it was good because then this is also kind of like he can kind of revisit the past and say, okay, here's how I... And so, again, writing towards some kind of conclusion probably with him and Lexi because he is going to leave college and they're probably going to start, like, the adult life part of it. Here's how to be a real human being for this person. Right. Well, I also liked, like... <laughs> sorry for my coughing. Um, like in this episode with the um, golf cart guy, whose name I can't remember, um, who I actually really liked, by the way. <laughs> it oh, always I makes me sad when they manage to find like a good boyfriend for her, and then yeah. it, then they dissolve it very quickly. I'm like, no, I liked that guy. He yeah, was actually perfect. <laughs> um, but he but was I like actually, a good in- go between for her. Right. I liked that he was so like like real about the relationship where he's like, no, we've like literally just <laughs> yeah. It's like been we like really three just weeks. started. So it's okay if you know what I mean. You're not if yeah. you're not all in and you actually feel have feelings for somebody else. If you know that now, we might as well. Exactly. So that felt very real on top of the moment where it's like, why did you just tell me? Like that felt like a something that people do. Like they say yes or they do things to appease the person thinking they have to and not realizing that no, the the better thing would be just to tell that person, no, I don't actually like you. <laughs> So it felt like there were several moments here where it was like kind of showing what a adult and real um, relationship and communication could be. 
it's kind of always been that sneaky show that that shows real life so much more than a lot of the other comedies that are like supposed to be showing real life. Yeah. And it just I season eight, I can't say enough about how like of all the shows I'm excited are coming back next season. I cheered the most about the middle. I mean, obviously and another show on this list, but um like I was so excited that it was an early renewal. We don't have to wait about it. We know it's coming back. Agreed. I also, by the way, this was the episode, right, where they do the prank with, with Brick? Oh, my God. Yes. So I also thought that was very sweet. Like, it's it's kind of funny because I think sometimes we also shortchange Brick. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about him at all. <laughs> um, but that was kind of a great, like, moment where they have that with him where <laughs> – where he's like, yeah, I tried to do this and it was, <laughs> nobody was interested. <laughs> they're just, they're truly like great parents, even though they, they are awful parents. They're like really good. And then of course, of course the reverend shows up when they've done something successful. God, I just love it. The middle guys, the middle. I don't know. I love it. The detour season two, episode five, the birth, this episode pissed me off. <laughs> what was it that pissed you off? That Jareb is not his kid. Yeah, so that was, I mean, that I guess that was confirmed by whatever the... He had paperwork. He had documentation. He had, like, pater- paternity tests. Or something like that at the end? Yeah, I like, guess that so. That really makes me mad because that's such a stupid thing. Because this guy's awful, and I hate this guy. Carlos. Is that his name, Carlos? Yeah, I hate it, him. Because it definitely makes it seem like that that guy will remain, you know, a part of the yeah, series. So, you know, so, like <laughs> we'll, we'll, soccer game. Yeah, we'll we'll start showing up at things and stuff like that. And and he hasn't been a great. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing about this show. It's it's goes a little dark some places, but it, this is such a sad thing for Nate to have realized that this son is not his son, and she kept. I I just don't see how it stays a happy-go-lucky, insane family comedy now. Like, that's a really dark thing. And I just, that kind of like, I love the show, and then that happens, and I'm like, well, there better be, this better not be real. Like, we better be going through this because they're going to come up at the end and be like, he lied, he just wanted whatever. Because it really, really, really bugs. (laughs) But on the other side, they had the, you know, their normal... Just things go worse and worse and worse. <laughs> you see him trying to get yes. where she falls asleep. And so he's like, oh, I guess I will go to the bar. <laughs> and like uh, Everything goes wrong from there for him trying to get uh, to the hospital, including making some questionable decisions on how to get there. Thanks. A lot of questions. I was happy to see his old boss back, though, because that guy's the best. I guess that's his, is that his new boss? No, his new boss is James Cromwell. His old boss is that guy. Yeah, I, I like, I liked, uh, I did like when, like the DJ, you know, says his name over the thing, and then he goes up to try and find out the information, and no the request, D- man. and the DJ like won't, won't, won't talk to him. Yeah, keeps saying like no request, and he's like, no, I, it, you just called out my name. What is the message? I just, but see, now I, like, I have trouble laughing and being totally engaged in the show, knowing that, like, this is, like, that poor kid and and Nate and Jareb is my favorite character. 
I don't know. I'm just it disappoints me, and I hope that it becomes like <laughs> I hope that it, they ha- they have something that can pull it back around so that you're just not yeah. D- feeling yes. kind of down when they're trying to tell some sort of wacky exactly. comedy. To be some, like, yeah, it's supposed to be like a family comedy, and now the family's fractured essentially. And it's just, and the poor kid's so dumb, he's not going to realize it. He doesn't realize it. Oh, I don't know. I still think it's really funny, but at the same time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle to watch it knowing this issue. So that's, I yeah, mean, I that's guess, really all. I guess we'll see how they. You know how they work it out. It depends on. Yeah, I, I guess it, it does sort of depend on the next couple of episodes and whether it, the way they work it out in such a way, puts you in a spot where you're like, not. I mean, I guess sort of okay with it or okay enough with it that uh, you feel like it, it's not ruining what was exactly making the show so fun. Exactly. So, that's the detour. I just really want to talk about the next show, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Because I love it. Trial and Error, Season 1, Episode 1, Chapter 1, A Big Crime in a Small Town, and Episode 2, Chapter 2, A Wrench in the Case. I went on at length about this in our cable preview, or in our summer spring preview show. But I'm interested to hear, now that people have watched it, gang, what is your opinion of my new favorite show? That's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. It is. I really liked it, too. Oh, my God. John Lithgow? Oh, my God. Well, I ha- that's the thing I like about it is John Lithgow is good, but he can go too much. And some of the shows that he's been in, you're just like, uh, just because you're saying it louder doesn't make it any <laughs> funnier. You know, he, it's like, but I, I like this more uh, like reserved character that he's played and the way he delivers the lines that they've written for him where he's oblivious to the second meaning or how weird yeah. that sounds <laughs> to, to be focused on that thing at that time is, is brilliant. <laughs> like it's, it's, I think that Dwayne Reed is one of the greatest characters ever created. And his new investigator, obviously, um, who got in touch with his, his brother cousin quite a few times in the episode. I think it's Nick DeGosto is such a good straight man yeah, his his like and he he clearly like he looks at the camera like he's jim halper yeah he's got some good jim look at the camera reactions to, to the, just the bizarreness that's going on by the time sherry shepherd painted <laughs> at the painting and how beautiful the painting was uh, she is killing me her and inappropriate laughter is oh literally my, my favorite part. Like it should be, it should be too on the nose, and yet it's perfect. <laughs> oh my god! And and it's so funny the way that they're able to make it recur as a, as like a point of the story throughout. The, like I've only seen six episodes, so I guess they made ten. Oh my god! Like it never gets old. Like it never gets old that she has all these ailments, and. I think Jama Mays is hysterical because she's so like buttoned up and like not what we know about Jame, like not what we've seen her as. But then, but then she she propositions him like a couple different times and oh just like a total are like like a wait, are you being serious right now or are you are you messing? Well, with I like me, that we or... never actually get the real like we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're just like him where we're like I can't. 
tell. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just, I'm really glad that you guys both liked it because I like loved it so much that I would have been devastated. Well, if you did. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, there's so many different, uh, you know, different things, you know, like Sherry Shepard's character, uh, with all the different ailments, but I like that she's part of a group, not because she has ailments, because there's people that are, are so bad off that she's trying to help them. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, We've seen her like, yet we've seen her like not be able to know who somebody is or laugh inappropriately. When she when she tags him with a Larry murderer name tag. (laughs) I like how I like I I do like that too. It's like the running gag that nobody on his team seems to get the idea that we can't put out the idea that he's a murderer, and so yeah, she creates name tags. When Dwayne Reed tries, they suggest suicide as the way that this woman died. I tried it, he says, and he jumps at that plate glass window. It's just uh, the fact that they're in a taxidermy uh, office. (laughs) And could you have gotten a better person than Dave Gruber Allen from Freaks and Geeks to be the taxidermist? No. I I love Christine Rose as the silent drunk, basically. Uh, Her sister-in-law. Yes. Oh my gosh, she's so good. It's just, there's, it is such a good combination of things. The fact that he keeps calling him Northeastern <laughs> instead of Jewish, like, oh God, it's so good. Did, did they, did they keep like, yeah. fake? Well, and then I don't he converted to Northeasternism. Yes, exactly. <laughs> did they eat bagels yet? Hmm. No, no, I don't recall okay. any bagel okay. eating yet. All right. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert: there's bagel not eating. A, not in a it. huge plot point, but it just makes me laugh so much. Um, it's just I really want people to find it and love it. I think it's a good sign that NBC in its first week put a rerun of Trial and Error behind Superstore instead of Powerless, like to see like how that paired. Yeah, because um, Powerless is just. DOA man, that's just terrible. Yeah, that no. was. I thought there was potential because of the cast and stuff like that, but they were not showing it, three, four episodes in. They were not showing any of the potential potential that something like Superstore or not, so I mean, Superior Donuts that, uh, still is. This episode where, where we're not talking about it, but where Alan Tudyk's character is trying to be a part of the squad of the nine-year-old girl with his girlfriend. Like, I do love that. But it's just, uh, this is so much better. So good, you guys. And I want everybody to watch it and love it like I do. And it continues to be good and only gets better. And everybody, please watch it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other show that I literally cheered out loud about being renewed. Um, Shit's Creek, season three, episode 10, Sebastian Rain. Um, I happened to have posted the night before it was renewed that I legitimately think this might be my favorite show on TV currently. And then the next day it was renewed. I am not saying I had anything to do with it, but I'm <laughs> very excited about They're it. They're like, oh, well, if it's Amory's favorite, we better, yeah. we better bring um, that back. Amazing. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's a show. I think that if you've heard of it you've, and you find it, you like it. 
Like my sister was here and she watched one episode with me and she went back and watched all three seasons, like two seasons and caught up on season three. Like I casually mentioned it to my friend RJ and he's like, oh, I started it and I loved it. I'm like, like, and Kyle, Kyle made it through two seasons because he got it on DVD. Like people love this show and it's, I, I love this show so much. I agree. I'm weary about trying it out an episode because I don't have three seasons of time to watch it. But it's it goes so quickly and they're half hours. Like it's so fast. And if I can it catch up on sixteen so episodes of Madam Secretary in three days, you can watch <laughs> of the best show on television. I um, through. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shit's Creek is literally like the first show I watch in the week because yep. it's like it feels like it goes so much faster than everything else. I can't wait to watch it, and then I'm really upset when it's over. And um, I thought Franco Francois Arnaud was so funny as Sebastian um, without, I think, intending that character to be really funny. Um, but he really was. And I love that David was like, well, yeah, I'm going to go in there and get the memory card. But I, met her, I might as well, like, get laid also. Um, I'll totally handle this. Um, and I love that they're exploring David, like, David. Um David, Alexis has gotten, you know, the romance and she's gotten to deal with Mutt and she's gotten Ted and now these old ladies who hate her because they hurt Ted. She hurt Ted. Like, I'm glad that they're exploring David and um, Patrick. Is Patrick the guy that is the boy that was around before? That's like his business partner now? Yeah, I think Patrick is the business lawyer. He's not a lawyer, right? Like he, I need he's that. Out papers. I need them to date so hard. I suspect they're going there, don't you? I mean, I, oh, oh, cool. Oh, yes. When he was like, I picked out that frame. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. But that was not this episode. But um, also, anytime Chris Elliott and Eugene Levy are together, anytime, <laughs> it's like, they're just so funny. <laughs> I forgot that this was the, the poker <laughs> episode. <laughs> And he's like, do you ever notice that he, she walks behind us and he wins? Oh my God. I just love that it all turned out that Bob was like, no, you guys just suck. Like, you, you all have tells. You're terrible at poker. Because of we course, these are like the four people in town. Like, they're the four people in town who think that they don't do any wrong. Like, Ronnie, like, doesn't care about anything, but she's just like, she clearly does care about this. And then, oh, it's just, I love it so much. I did love when I can't remember his name right now. When what's his face said, uh, "Do you like that?" Like he's asking her, "Like do you like the watch?" Like he's hoping she'll say no, and she's like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I really like it." What is his name? Is that Ray? Is he Ray? <laughs> Maybe. I just oh, and then he was in the episode. This isn't this episode either, but the episode where David did leave Patrick the messages, yeah. and he's in the office, and he's like, "Yeah, it was too much. <laughs> it was so good." Oh, I just. I don't know what, I mean, obviously Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are two of my favorites. Like, I love them together. I love Best in Show so much. Oh my God, uh, her accepting that award in, as, well, yeah. oh God, in character was perfection. Um, she won I something, just, what was it? It was a Canadian. Oh, it is right. Yeah, she won a Canadian, um, like, I don't know what it was. I'm going to look it up. But I love that she's like, uh, this. the uh, exciting excitement of this would not be lost on Moira. She would just want to know why it took so long. <laughs> uh, 
I just, it, uh, I can't, oh, Canadian Screen Awards, she accepted as Moira Rose, oh, it's just, it's so good. And her freaking, I've seen previews for next week, and it involves her wigs again, and (laughs) and the different wigs she's in every week are just perfection, I think, I think there's there's just nothing better than this show, and I am so glad that it's been renewed for season four because I this is a show because it's on pop TV that you're like, is this going to be something that people care about? Like, are people going to find it? And every year, you know, it's pretty popular in Canada. And last year, it took like three weeks, I think, or like maybe even longer than that after CBC renewed it for season three before Pop did. But they renewed it on the same day this year. So like that to me is like a sign of it's doing so well in the U.S. that like they don't have to wait to see how it does based on Canadian like numbers. Um, oh, it's just so good. Agreed. I just, I mean. Everybody I, should be watching it. Please watch it and love it like we do. Um, and then another show that I just love so much, Superstore season two. I am full of love for TVs this week. I don't, I don't hate anything that I've talked about, um, except the pocket of <laughs> Young and Hungry. We know. Um, Superstore season two, episode 16, Integrity Award. Glenn, <laughs> trying to remain like full of integrity as he begs Cheyenne to nominate him. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, there's so much in this episode. I know. When, it's through my mind of what happened. When Amy and um, Jonah pull up to the store in that truck and they see everybody, like they see the smoke and everybody coming out of the store yeah. and the ambulances and they're just like, yeah, you know, we haven't eaten lunch yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I love I love that her dad was Tony Plana. Like I was such yes. an ugly Betty fan and that's so perfect. Um I love her obsession with Scott Wolf. She married yeah. Kelly from the re- he married Kelly from the real world and they have three kids and they settle down. And <laughs> he's like, um, and what are the kids' names? <laughs> how would I know? <laughs> so good. I really do like the, how they're exploring their relationship. It, it's very Jim and Pam with Pam being with Roy, but it's also like, I don't know. It just, it's a slow burn. I know a lot of people don't like Jonah. Hadley hates Jonah, but I really like Amy and Jonah together. Yeah. I'm a fan of Jonah. I mean, I think Jonah's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. And that's why I don't, I'm not annoyed by him because I understand that he's supposed to be annoying, but I love that like they all make fun of him for it. Like I and he doesn't like truly lose his mind over it. Like he just kind of rolls with it. Yeah. So I guess that's why I actually, even though he clearly has a lot of annoying habits, I still love him for the fact that I mean I feel like lots of them are like that. They have a they're this show's actually really good at balancing the <laughs> Like, managing to find people who the character has these annoying quirks, but they found just the right person to play them that they, for some reason, don't bother me that much. Right. Mateo, okay, he annoys me, but I also love him. And him and Jeff and how he finally, like, he did all this shit so that nobody would know that Jeff, like, was his boyfriend. Like, the corporate wouldn't know and that Dina wouldn't try and take advantage of it. 
And then Jeff's like, oh, yeah, I told people. It's fine. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, okay. Yes. And Dina's, I mean, everybody's hatred for Sa- Sandra is one of my favorite things. Where she's like, Sandra, you can stare go. <laughs> when they had to uh, fumigate. Just, I just love it. I just, I love it. Um, now, there was no Glenn swimming in a puddle of yogurt. Uh, to end the episode but um which will always i think be my high point in superstore but i just love it garrett accidentally saving that dog it's just so classic like garrett oh i guess i'll get interested in this now like what's the story of the week sure i'll be involved so good it's just like this is why like every week i'll face the week like during the week i watch all my comedies first all of them and then it's like, okay, over the weekend, what dramas do I really feel or care like getting caught up on? And it's always going to be the dramedies first. <laughs> like comedy, dramedy, then drama, like then real hardcore drama, which is a shame for shows like American Crime, which is like amazing. But I just put it off because comedies go so quickly and they're so easy to watch and I love them pretty much. I love them. Like I just like to laugh, which is why when shows are supposed to be comedies and don't make me laugh, I'm like, bye. Peace out. Then I watched mm-hmm. them for five seasons and get mad. Young and hungry. <laughs> so that's prime time. Please watch the shows we've implored you to watch. Reality. Survivor. I'm so into the season. I never liked Sandra. I didn't understand why she won twice. But now she's amazing. And I do understand it. And also, I still hate Christina Tosi on MasterChef Junior, but I'm watching every episode. So that's Reality. You can find links. Yeah, isn't it exciting? You can find links to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 362. Next week, Jason and Kyle will be joined by Carly Beaumont from the coretemparts.com podcast network. And that's all she wrote. I'm going to go make some pierogies and, you know, do my thing. This time, Wednesday, well, I'm going to California. If anybody has any questions about for the Bob's Burgers cast, let me know. So I'm going to see them on Friday. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> There's a lot of sentences there. Yes. My brother's here and I need to hang up. <laughs> and then you threw in something for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, like, for the <laughs> listeners. Uh, do you have any questions for the Bob's Burgers cast? Let me know. That and also remember if uh, you want to come on the podcast and talk with us. Feedback at Also remember. Feedback at tvtimes3.com. And watch Schitt's Creek. And watch Trial and Error. And watch the middle. Um, <laughs> and watch Superstore. Okay. I'm going to go hang up now. Watch pretty much any show that we talked about yes. uh, this week. Exactly. For the most part. And don't All blame right. us for Young and Hungry. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was our... Uh, That's not our fault. That was our makeshift uh, recommendation segment. Everything that Amory loved is her recommendation this week. Absolutely. <laughs> Always. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Sorry. So now I've pushed it. I've pushed it real good. <laughs> and it's recording. So. And Amory is recording. How about you, Ray? Am I recording? Okay. And now you are recording. Okay. We're all recording. Hello. For some of us. Sorry. Apologies. What were you just about to start, Amory? Usually you say I'm going to start. I did start. I said the whole first sentence. She did start, and I cut her off. I'm sorry.
but you, you usually say I'm going to start now, and then you oh, ramble okay. on about something for a minute, and then you actually start, <laughs> and then Ray breaks in, and we cut out that whole first part. <laughs> we just want to get right to the <laughs> starting and breaking in. All right. Yeah. I will shut up now. Welcome. Oh, I'm going to start now. <laughs> okay. I forgot I was supposed to say that. <laughs> I'm going to start. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 362.